To close it now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Close It Now podcast. Sam Wakefield here. Uh, this is an epic episode because for the first time in the history of the podcast for an interview day, I have more than one guest interviewer today. So this this is really fun. This is exciting. And so uh, make sure that when you get on the YouTube version of this, you actually uh, actually watch it because it'll be fun. But also, everybody listening, there's going to be two voices besides mine. So first time ever, you guys are... Uh, Cool. You pop in the first time cherry for multiple uh, multiple guests. So today we've got a cool one. This is, uh, as everybody knows, I like to bring on guests that are outside of the HVAC industry uh, to bring in perspective. Uh, so there's two reasons we have uh, these two gentlemen on today. First is that uh, because we all know anything that's been done the same way for 50 plus years is ripe for revolution, which is exactly what's happening in our industry right now. You look across our industry a year or two from now, and it will not look the same as it does right now. And so with that, be, and, and that's a big part of why my training is so much different than anything else out there that you hear, because most of everything I pick up is from outside sources, right? And so as a, a good example of that is today, we've, we've got guys from an industry that uh, we probably wouldn't ever think to really connect very much with ATRAC. However, there's a lot of similarities, similarities there's a lot of crossover and uh, the other reason is this is the next part of the door-to-door con seven speaker series which is really exciting these guys are the fiber experts at uh, with door-to-door experts over at uh, with sam taggart's organization and they are uh, they're definitely leading the charge for the fiber vertical which we'll break that down that means a lot of different things that's kind of a, a little bit of a catch-all term for a few a few things that can fall into that, uh, at least from the outside HVAC perspective. I know we'll dive in and get some details there. But let me introduce these guys. Uh, let's go with, uh, let's see, we've got Clint Root on the line. He is out of Highlands, Utah, uh, wife and three kids. He's got a long career over two decades in the direct sales industry. He has, pers- check this out, y'all, has personal sales in 46 out of the 50 states which is so cool. Um, so we've got to get you the, the other four, man. And, yeah. uh, and hopefully Puerto Rico too, right? And make it a 51. Yeah. Uh, that's the one, if you ever listen to Ed Milet, that's the power of one more, right? And uh, so, um, yeah, so his, uh, and here's the crazy stats, you guys. Uh, his team does 100 new accounts a day um, consistently, which is nuts. That's a lot of volume. That's a lot of, uh, a lot of product being sold. That's a lot of people being served and helped. Uh, so I'm super excited to have him on today. And then also we have a, uh, a actually someone who is 
uh, nationally famous as well uh, for a different reason. We'll get into that in a second, but he's a veteran in fiber optic cells arena uh, over a decade as well. He's in Minnesota, Minnesota with his wife go. and five kids. Uh, don't you know? And <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's definitely, um, definitely a badass in what he does as well. And uh, one of the cool, actually, the interesting thing that we were just talking about before this episode is he is an amateur strongman. So he is all over the country picking up heavy shit and putting it back down. So um, everybody, welcome to the show, Albert Brand and Clint Root. Thank you for joining me today, guys. Uh, yeah, we're excited to talk all things, uh, all things door to door. All things door to door. I love it. I love it. I love it. So give us a, uh, so that, that was a good overview that we got our bios knocked out. Why in the world did you guys decide to knock on somebody's door and try to sell them something? Let's start there. Like, how did you eat? Let's go. Uh, let's go Clint. Then Albert, how did you get into the door to door space to start with? That's a really great, great, really great question. Probably the first question I get when people find out what I do. Um, so I grew up in a town called Logan, Utah, and in Logan, Utah, there's a university there called Utah State University. So um, I, I was an LDS missionary for two years in Brazil. And when I got home, uh, you know, in Logan, there's not a whole lot of job opportunities. And my, you know, my career path was actually studying flight. So aviation at Utah State, they have a really great pilot program. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad's a pilot. My younger brother's a pilot. My brother-in-law is a pilot. Um, it's just kind of what we do. Right. But having said that, you know, it's very expensive to do it. And, uh, you know, as uh, somebody um, coming home from an LDS mission and uh, getting back into into school, you know, it gets really expensive. So at that time, this was almost two decades ago, uh, I, you know, was looking at these incredible like, um, you know, uh, renting an airplane fees and all the fees that come associated with it. And at the same time, Delta Airlines was actually going bankrupt. Right. <laughs> so, so there wasn't a whole lot of uh, uh, opportunity. They weren't exactly hiring a lot of these pilots, but there sure was a lot of them in the program. Right. And so mm -hmm. uh, bad timing for me. Uh, I had a friend uh, actually invite me to go to uh, um, get it's, this company was hiring a bunch of people. I needed a job and I didn't even really know this guy very well, but he called me and he said, Hey, come get some free pizza. You know? So I show up at this presentation. I had no intentions. Uh, really. I was there for the free pizza sincerely. Sure. And, and uh, I show up and uh, anyway, long story short, I was really intrigued with what they were saying. They're saying, Hey, let's go to California. Let's sell pest control. It's only for four months. And in four months, you're going to be driving a BMW just like me and life is great. You're not going to have a job when you go to school. So I, I was sold on this vision of, mm -hmm. uh, hey, I can work really hard in the in the, in the the summer. I can graduate debt free uh, with my my four year degree and off on my, you know, uh, off on my uh, career path that, you know, I, I was I was heading down. So anyway, long mm -hmm. story short, I ended up not taking that job, but I did have another friend who called me and said, Hey, I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to go out. I had a friend he made, I think it was like, I remember the number. I think he's like, he made $26,000 in the four month summer. And right. at that time, in I was 2000, like, right? Man, that era. Me up. I'm yeah. nothing right now. So anyway, that's like story, 50 or 60 now in today's money. Right. It was so anyway, I was just intrigued. I'm like, okay, this is a thing. Obviously, I you know, I've heard of these pest control people making money, and this was selling dish network in, <laughs> in, in a small city called Austin, Texas. So we were gonna move to move to uh Cedar Park. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, there was probably, I think there was 25 of us, maybe more, maybe it was like 30. But anyway, there was a lot of us there for four months. Uh, all of us were just single guys trying to make money for college. Uh, we ended up being the top office in the company. And uh, I was the top sales rep in the company. Um, and I just had this knack for it. And sure. uh, I, I always thought, you know, previous to to door to door sales, I thought, you know, door to door sales people, they have a briefcase and a fedora and they're going yeah. door to door to door. And, and, and uh, sell you my vacuum cleaner. Yeah, they're selling they're selling stuff that in, in my perception was they were selling snake oil They're selling stuff that just really, you know, they they couldn't get a job or they couldn't hold a job. They, right. they rolled off the couch and here they are this uh you know, uh, this door to door agent, you know, yeah, just and, people who can't get a real job. So that's what they have to just resort. That's to. right. And that's where I think even today, I think there's still a lot of people that feel that way, right? They think, well, they can't, they, sorry, they can't go to college or they, they can't uh, pursue these lofty goals or they, they can't hold it down a job. This is like our last resort for them. Right. It's actually not the case. Some of the most phenomenal people I've met in my lifetime have come from this job and it really does weed out the people that um, have self-discipline drive. And if you don't have those things, the, uh, uh, the drive, the, mm -hmm. the know-how, the, but you're a hard worker and you get in, uh, to some of these programs and learn how to do it. You, you, you quickly learn that it'll teach you how to be disciplined. It'll teach you, uh, leadership and it'll, it'll teach you to, uh, that you can create mm -hmm. that, that you do have this ability, regardless of the product. If you have that mindset of, uh, a willingness to learn, willingness to be taught, willingness that you know you're going to be humbled. It will happen. Uh, you can make a you can make a great life for yourself. And so, anyway, here I am, 20 years later. This was not my career path. Mm -hmm. uh, I do, you know, I do hold a bachelor's degree. I also have an MBA. And yet, what do I do? I still, to this day, you will still see me knocking on doors throughout the United States. Oh, love it. I love it. That's that's a really. I we, so everybody listen, we hadn't talked about this ahead of time, but right around 2000, 99, 2000, 2001, I was also in Dish, Dish Network. I oh. ended up in Amarillo the, at the office over there, and we went for That was the huge boom for, for Dish at that point. I went from, I think our office went from three technicians to 30 in about a four-month span. And yeah. uh, it was just blowing up all over the place. So I, I was part of that Dish boom. Okay, and I, right. I feel you. I, I ran the warehouse for them for a while, and then I became actually an inst installation technician myself. Okay, so all right. That that's actually the reason I was hired. In the my first interview for the air conditioning company I applied for, because they were like, "Wait a minute, you tell me you have a physics degree and you've already worked in attics, and you're not scared of that? Um, you're hired." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, and before you get to Albert, I, I will just say it's interesting because I have had job interviews um, throughout the years, as everybody you know typically does, and it's interesting because they go, "Oh, so you're a pilot? Okay, that's cool." Uh, next thing on your resume, oh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, you you speak two languages, okay, whatever. Whoa, door to door, tell me about that. Right. What was that like? Yeah, they oh, flew right past the, the pilot and, part. And they, throw, they, 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 they fly right through all the other uh, accolades, but the door-to-door -door seems to set itself apart from everything else because uh -huh. it is so peculiar. It is so weird. Yeah. Why in the world would anybody want to be 100% commission? Yeah. And, and you actually made a living for years doing that? Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. And I will add, if you watch Shark Tank, what's interesting is... Um, 
Mark Cuban, I've noticed every mm-hmm. time somebody gets up there and gives their product, these entre- entrepreneurs have phenomenal products. If anybody's seen that show, it's fantastic. But uh, they pitch it. And if, if they say they've been door-to-door sales, you'll see Mark Cuban perk up and he'll go, yeah. whoa, okay, you got my attention. It's interesting mm-hmm. how uh, how incredibly, um, how much that sets people apart. And right. it really does tell you a lot about a person without knowing very much. So, mm-hmm. 100%, man. I love it. Oh, cool. All right, Albert. Let's uh let, let's hop over to you, man. Give us your yeah. how how'd you get into the doors, man? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I think my story is pretty similar to a lot of people that get into the door door space. So um I was 20 years old, um, you know, working construction, making 20 bucks an hour. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a small guy, so you know, manual labor kind of just fit in. Hey, I'm a big guy, strong, I'll just you know move cinder blocks around the rest of my life, right? So working construction um, was actually, you know, working construction. Then I'd go work out at a CrossFit gym in the evenings. And I actually had a, a buddy that um, I worked out with. He actually went away on a summer sales trip. So he was gone for the summer um, on a summer sales trip, kind of lost touch with him. He gets back um, August, you know, end of August comes around. He's coming back and start working out together. I'm like, hey, you know, tell me about how your summer went. He's like, yeah, you know, it was, it was pretty good. I made, you know, like $60,000 this summer. And I'm like, you made sixty thousand dollars. Like, hold the phone. <laughs> uh, not somebody else, but you did. He's like, yeah, I did. I'm like, well, if you can do that, I can. I can do way better than that. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's really go. I'm in. Moments, right? It's kind of the, the the Wolf of Wall Street, right? Hey, show <laughs> me the check for show me the check, and I'll quit my job right now. And You're that's right. essentially what I did. I, I I called my boss and said, hey, um, with and this was without even testing the waters. This was without even really knowing what door-to-door was, I said, hey, I got another opportunity. I'm out. And mm-hmm. I actually went down to uh, within, I don't know, two weeks. I was in El Paso, Texas, um, knocking doors, um, selling fixed wireless. Wow. So, um, yeah. It, it, you know, and my journey is kind of interesting, too, because when I first started knocking doors, Clint can attest because he was actually there when I first started. I was horrible. Like I fell flat on my face probably sure. for the first three months. And Clint was probably looking at me like, man, this guy is never going to last. Sure. He's going to uh, wash out. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was pretty close to washing out. Right. It was just, it was a tough couple months. You know, I was, I was, you know, below average on the sales side, but mm-hmm. you know, persevered and you know, here where I am today. So, you know, thousands of accounts later and, you know, thousands of hours knocking on the doors later, here we are. Sure. I love it. Let's camp out there for a second because a lot of people listening right now are in that they're right in the moment in our industry of like okay i'm hearing about doors over and over and over all of a sudden uh, especially if they're listening to this podcast and they're starting to see it from other places but they're apprehensive they're like I don't, how if am i going to be any good at this how do i even start where do i try so walk us through that moment so and we know that every master was once a disaster of course um, like the first two years of my sales, I didn't, I was so scared to ask for the sale. Right. So just basic yeah. stuff. Right. So, but walk us through that moment. And so you said for the first three months, you were just falling flat on your face, but then something happened. What was that transition moment? What changed from that point to, you know, fast forwarding even a month, probably after that, what was, what was the mindset? What was the, the, the skill that you learned, what, what changed with that? Yeah, I think it's all mindset. So, I mean, you know, at first, first day on the door, this probably wasn't my first day, my first sale, potential sale, I actually hadn't closed the customer yet. 
I knock on the door and I had just been given this brand new iPad saying, Hey, here's your iPad. You know, you input sales through this, you know, use, use this iPad. Here you go. It's yours. Don't break it. And so first, first potential sale, I pitched this lady. She's like, yeah, that sounds great. I don't like my current internet service. This sounds like a better option. Let's do it. Hand my iPad to her. She, you know, I filled out her information. She has to sign, hand Mm -hmm. my iPad to her. She drops it. The iPad (laughs) shatters shatters on the ground and so i'm like looking there like um uh, pick it up i look at my ipad then i look back up at her and she went back inside and locked the door and i'm oh, like yeah. hitting me like this would have been my first sale ever <laughs> door. you know i'm probably four or five days in right now sure. and she broke my ipad and then shut the door and didn't even buy from me she fell so out because she didn't want to have to pay for it yeah, yeah exactly so embarrassed that she broke yeah. the ipad that oh, man. losing the cell and so I, I had to call i had to call my my buy and i think I, called, I probably called clint i'm like i almost had this sale and uh you know but she backed out and she kind of broke my ipad what can i do i mean so that was kind of like the low, right? That yeah. that was that low point that I had where I'm like, it kind of clicked. Like, I don't think I can get any lower right now. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I can only go up from here. Sure. And that was kind of the whole break me down so far to where now I can start building. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was kind of when that mind shift, my mindset shifted to like, all right, nothing worse can go wrong now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm here, you know, brand new art broke the company's ipad you know haven't sold anything yet like this is it this is the low i, I have right. two options here i can quit and go home which i was considering that or i can keep going but i decided to keep going and you know i took the mantra of, hey it's always one more door i shifted the mindset to saying hey it's not you know it's it's always just another door knock mm-hmm. door keep knocking doors and then guess what i got a sale i still remember my first one i got a sale signed her up it was great and then I got another one. And then I got another one. I think that day I did three or four. The next day I did one or two. And then the day after that, I did you know one or two and then threes and fours. And then it, it just started rolling together, right? And one, mm-hmm. Once I realized, kind of got over that fear of, hey, nothing else can go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I have two options. I can either sit on the curb and wait for somebody to pick me up and go home, or I can just go out and knock doors and keep yeah. grinding. And once that kind of mindset sh- shifted, and once I kind of overtook that mentality of, hey, it's just one more door, keep going, don't stop. I mean, that's when the success started happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, love it, man. Yeah. So it's just, well, and I mean, clearly you're like, okay, if I quit now, I got to pay for this iPad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's get some more sales to cover it. Right. So they don't get so mad at me, but, but man, I love that. Yeah. And and that's the, uh, making it the reason this is exactly why I need to move forward and not the reason to quit. Right. You know, I, I've found throughout, I mean, you know, I've done many different ventures in life now. I mean, you know, door to door sales has been at the forefront of it. Me and Clint have done a couple of businesses together as well. And one of the things that I've learned is things aren't going to happen the way you want them to happen until you fully commit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be half in and half out. It doesn't sure. work, right? It's 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 an all or nothing mentality that I've adopted in my life. And I tell Clinton this all the time, like I'm all in. It doesn't matter what it is, whether mm-hmm. it's knocking doors, whether it's a business. I started a gym also at the beginning of the year, whether it's, you know, that, whether it's, you know, consulting with the door-to-door experts, whether it's, you know, my marriage, my wife, my kids, whatever it is, all in. Because I know mm-hmm. if I don't go all in, I'm not going to be successful. Sure. Yeah, 100%. I, and I love, I mean, leap in the net will appear, right? 
the universe exactly. will fa- is working for you uh, for people that have a clear picture of where they're headed. Um, man, this is cool. This is a cool conversation. So, so let's stay let's stay on doors for a second because you guys have both recruited a ton of people. You've both trained a ton of people. You've got big teams, etc. Um, what does that conversation sound like when you're talking to that new person? Right. One, when you're so for mm. there's a lot of people listening right now that are wanting to build out a, a small setter team for their company, and they're like they don't even know how to get started recruiting. So what is let's start with the recruiting conversation, and then we're going to move into a little bit of the conversation of with that new person on the door. Right. What's the the first mindset conversation there? You want? I'll take that one. Albert. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Man, that that's quite a question you're asking. It's like, well, how do you get somebody to onboard and keep them happy and build these teams and and uh, and let's talk about that in this hour long podcast. Right, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just we could make this a, a series, but yeah, so so I'm going to give you. I'm going to give the you recruiting, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I I uh, I've I've done quite a bit of recruiting in my day, and I've seen uh, quite a few people come through my organization. I've seen some people fall flat on their face. I've seen people do very uh, become very successful, even beyond knocking doors through what they learned, you know, through knocking doors. But I think uh, at, at the end of the day, I think there. Um, if you're trying to build an organization, it can be done. It is very, very possible. You have to have an alignment of the right product, the right opportunity. But I think where people go wrong as far as recruiting, it, it, as far as my vantage point, is they they're worried about that they're more concerned with what's in it for me the business owner mm-hmm. right but if you take a step back and say well what's in it for this person that's where the magic really happens if i was to fundamentally say if you can get that mindset of forget yourself for a minute forget your business forget all that what's in it for this person what value do i bring to them mm-hmm. and if you if you take that approach to it it makes all the difference in the world and so when i'm uh looking for people and we could get into you know different ways to do that but when i'm when i'm finding candidates and putting myself in front of them one of the first questions i ask is catch me up. What what have you been up to? I want to know who is this person? Where do they come from? Uh, And then the next question would be, what does success look like for you? If you were to come on board with this opportunity, what is it you're trying to get out of this opportunity? Mm -hmm. I have some people that, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, the the whole you can't judge a book by a cover. I, I've yeah. I've had some really interesting conversations with a lot of candidates that I'm looking for that come to me and say, "Hey, look, I am trying to make money for Christmas, and that's it. That's that's their goal. That's all they're mm-hmm. trying to get out of." I have some coming to me saying, "I want to be an orthodontist, but I know I'm going to need to know how to sell as part of that curriculum, as part of owning a business. I want to get in and learn how." to manage an angry customer. I want to learn how to uh, present myself and sell myself to clients, mm-hmm. right? And they're just trying to get that piece. And, and it's just for a time. They're just trying to make money like I was trying to pay for school. And then I have other guys that come in and say, look, um, I, you know, I, I'm at a dead end job that I absolutely hate. I want to be outdoors. I want to be doing this. I want to scale this. I want yeah. to I want to I want to make a million dollars in a year. How do I do that? I can I make that in your organization? And, and the answer is absolutely. The sky's the limit. And that's the one thing I found with door to door and people like that yeah. is if they have that vision and they're willing to be coachable and teachable. Those are the type of people I want to align with. Those are the people I'm right. looking for. 
And going back to the whole conversation I was having before, where I think a lot of America, when they think of door to door, they think these are these are the the bottom feeders. These are the guys that can't get a job elsewhere, right? Mm-hmm. But but it's interesting because what you'll find is these are some of the most most um, they can be some of the most hardworking, dedicated, disciplined. Um, self-educating people on the planet. Mm -hmm. And um, having said that, I think the sky's the limit for those type of people. If you can present them with the right opportunity, the right product, and say, let me show you how you're going to make a million dollars a year. Let me show you how you're going to to scale this. This is what it's going to take. And if you if you can make that that uh, put that road out in front of them and and essentially, uh, you know, give them some handholding, some guidance along the way, and make sure that the proper expectations are set, that it's going to be hard. You're going to have to learn. It's not going to happen overnight. Are you okay with that? And that's where the magic happens. Sure. Oh, I love it. Managing expectations. And yes, that everybody's tuned to that was the radio station, WIIFM. What's in it for me, right? Right. And when we can speak to that, that's super powerful. I think a lot of times, too, it can be pretty intimidating, especially if you're a, a business owner that has never done this before, right? Mm-hmm. Or don't know how to start. Hey, how do, do, do I post that on Indeed? Do I, you know, post it? Like, you, where, where, where do I find people? One of the most effective ways that anybody can find people is actually scrolling through your phone, looking through the context, looking through your personal connections. Because a lot of times what you do is you'll, you know, and, and me and Clint do a, a habit of this almost on a weekly basis is we'll actually take out our contact list, scroll through it, a name will come through. Oh, here's Jake Jordan. I haven't talked to him in three years. Let me send him a text. Hey, what are you up to? Yeah. Here, let me tell you what I'm doing. Um something you'd be interested in he's he might say no but he then he also might say hey i'm not but i have a friend that is you know i have a friend that's looking for work so a lot of you know you ask hey how do i get started right how do i how do i get started with recruiting Mm -hmm. that would be my number one advice is look through your phone start reaching out to people you know because that might not be the right person but they might know the right person Mm -hmm. right so reaching out to your network um is key in, in getting started with recruiting no matter what industry you're in right oh yeah, and I'll even, I, let me let me add to that a little bit too i, I think because i get this question all the time how do i get started right and i think yeah. that you know as far as our role here at the door-to-door experts this is what we do right. uh you can you can blaze your own trail and you can do it it's going to be hard there's going to be a lot of a lot of work along the way to do it you can do that or where we typically help people is we we're, we're consultants where we can <laughs> you learn from our mistakes and learn from our experience and it expedites it. But to complement what Albert was saying, going through your phone, what's so interesting is most of our very best people that we've worked with weren't people we knew directly. Yeah, they were people that knew other people. Mm-hmm. Um, that and here's the first question when I get a business owner that says, "Hey, how do I do this?" and I say, mm-hmm. "Well, first of all, does anybody know you're hiring?" <laughs> right. Yeah, let's start there. But let's start there. Do Pete, does your own network know that you are hiring for this position or that this is something you're pursuing? It, right. it, you got to make it known. And the best way to do that is to start with your phone. And it's amazing, too, because the, the reality is if you call Jake Jordan or whatever your friend was in your phone and your example, Albert, is they may very well tell you no. Chances are they probably are going to tell you no, right? Sure. But what happens in six months? Mm-hmm. What happens when they have a brother-in-law that gets laid off? Yep. Right. All of a sudden, just because you took that time to call them and, and approach them about it, the, you know, six months, a year down the road, they'll say, hey, uh, my brother-in-law got laid off. Are you mm-hmm. still hiring? You see what I'm saying? So just there's a lot of power in just acting and, and just mm-hmm. taking that first step. Right. 
Oh, I love this. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm 100% with like, not just second, I guess third, with two guests, I could third the uh, every bit of this. Yeah, some of my best recruits on my uh, on my solar team, I have a almost 100 person solar team as well. And they weren't from people that I knew. Uh, they're from, re- we have to get really good at reaching through people into their network and then through them into their network and through them into their network. And as soon as we can do that, we never run out of prospects for recruiting. And it's incredible what happens there. And uh, yeah, straight up, I just put a post up in a little men's face, men's like accountability Facebook group that uh, I was hiring. And who do you, the question was you or who do you know? And sure enough, one of my very best people came from a guy. He's like, man, it's not me, but my nephew, I need to get him off my couch. Also, he's (laughs) like, he was a national trainer with his pest control door to door company. And uh, that company kind of turned sideways. And so now he's looking for something else to do. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> and so it was just I will the, capitalize you on never that. know who we were going to come across. Definitely. And so it's fun. Um, so cool. Yeah. It's, um, you know, just again, making sure that you have the right product, the right vehicle for people. There are mm-hmm. so many quality people out there and it just takes them knowing that you're hiring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's the, that's the biggest step. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially, I mean, in the context of this conversation, you know, my the HVAC companies, they're, you know, brick and mortars, they're all across the country and, you know, are constantly working on having a local brand. And so that's uh, just as important when they're hiring for anything else, hire for this. Put your signs up in the window, all those kind of things, right? Let people know. Well, I think it's too, from a cultural standpoint, because you may be working at, let's say, let's say your solar company, you may say there's a secretary there, right? Well, her job is to to push, you know, permits through or what, whatever the case may be, right? Um, but if uh, culturally, I think to you have to have the shift or, or not have to, but I think it's ideal to have the cultural shift of everybody's a recruiter, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody is a recruiter. And if you can right. get that through your organization, that helps tremendously too, because, mm-hmm. um uh, you know, she may have this secretary may, may may not be the person that wants to necessarily knock doors. She she loves uh, processing permits, but she may yeah. have a son that just graduated from high school, or graduated from college, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if you don't, uh, you're you're missing a lot of opportunities within your organization to also hire and promote right. that. I think too, a lot of times organizations um, they get to a point where they get fat and happy, mm-hmm. and uh, they stop recruiting. And so I think developing that mindset that we're always recruiting for door to door right yeah. and uh, once you stop recruiting i think is when uh when, when you plateau or even start digressing but if you yeah. uh, uh, if you in, embrace the fact that you're uh, a recruiting uh training company and that's just what we do sure. I, I think that that it's a huge mindset that i see a lot of these companies sometimes they they get complacent and yeah. uh, and that's when they die Agreed. Yeah. When I'm working with people and, and this is a great reminder for me is training because, you know, I'll go in and they're like, hey, we can need, need people. We have the hardest time finding people. And then what do we end up working on is, oh, well, let's work on your sales skills or let's work on this admin stuff or whatever. And then we're missing that whole piece of that culture shift. All right. Um, because great people know great people. They're greater. You wouldn't hire them to start with. They're going to know other great people. Right. So it's the power of those networks. Right. I yeah, love I would, it. If, if you're going to go through and you're going to take the time to recruit someone, make sure that you're worthy of being recruited to make sure that you would be, have proper training, 
proper structure, make sure that you're doing all those things. You owe it to that person that you're bringing in, that you're hiring to, to put your best foot forward, just like you're expecting them to put their best foot forward as well. Sure. I love it. So when you, when you get somebody recruited, right. And they're like having those, this is that mindset moment. I tell everybody the hardest door, the hardest door is the the car door, right? We got to get out of the car. Yeah. (laughs) Once we get to get to turf. Right. But so, but they're in those moments. They're like, okay, we want to start this. We've got a couple people that are willing to give it a go. Um, you know, what's the mindset to when you work with people when you're coaching people to get them out there and get them excited about what they're doing? I mean, obviously we have to help them see success fast, but, um, you know, let, let's kind of play it forward a little bit. Albert. Yeah, I mean, you. I, you know, it's uh, one of the things that, that we do all the time is get them on the doors as soon as possible. So you hired them. They're excited. I think in my opinion, now this, this can work. Um, but in my opinion, you know, if people sit there for three, four, even a week of classroom training mm-hmm. and don't actually get on the doors, they don't really know what they're getting into. Right. You yeah. could spend a whole week with somebody and then get them out on the doors and they are like, ah, uh, this isn't for me. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Cause it happens, right. It happens sure. to all of us. So, um, you know, in our process, you know, when we hire somebody, we get them on the doors as soon as possible. A lot of times before they're even committed, we'll take them on the doors in an interview type setting. Sure. We'll say, Hey, you think you want to knock doors? All right, well, let's go out and knock doors. Let's, let's go, you know, let me show you what a day is like, mm-hmm. uh, before, you know, we spend time and resources on you. Right. Um, but getting them on the doors as soon as possible and helping them understand that, Hey, you are going to struggle. This is not going to be easy. This isn't, this is going to be worth it if you stick with it and you devote the time, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be just something you knock on doors and boom, my bank account's full, right? right. Um, there's there's going to be, there's going to be some struggles. And, you know, a lot of times I'll relate my personal experience of how I started. Like, listen, it took me, it took me months, you know, to, to really get comfortable um, to where the success started happening. So helping them realize, A, getting on the doors and control what you can control. And what I tell reps all the time is you can only control what you can control, which is a couple things. You can't control whether Mr. Johnson is going to tell you yes or no. You can't control. You can definitely use sales tactics and do your best effort, but you ultimately that's out of your control, right? Sure. People telling you yes or no is out of your control. But what can you control? You can control what time you start and mm-hmm. you can control what time you finish. Right. If you take care of those two things, what time you start, what time you finish, everything else is going to fall in place sure. in between them. If, like I said, the first door is the hardest door, right? And that's your car door, that's your house door. You know, that's that's getting out of the house, that's mm-hmm. getting to area, that's getting out of the car and actually start knocking. Yeah, but, so, but, but, but Albert, doors and control. Albert, it's raining right now. That's out of my control. I can't, There's an umbrella. I can't work in the rain. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can knock in the rain. You can, I mean... Heck, I live in Minnesota. I mean, I knock in the winter when it's negative 10 degrees, right? right. Put a coat on, get some hand warmers. Is it comfortable? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. But who cares, right? Hey, it, let, it, I love this. Let's let's stop there for a second because I've, as I mean, clearly with what HVAC does is so much of it is weather, right? So in the hottest time of the year, in the coldest time of the year, right? In fact, I'm working with a company, Access Heating uh, and Cooling Up in Boise. Big shout out. Um, we're Boy, on a year program. I love Boise. Oh, it's so cool. I, I spent uh, last month. I was there for the first first visit. So we got some foundational stuff in place. We're doing some virtual stuff this month in December. I'll be back. So I'm going to be up there six times across a year. And Dude, awesome. this, 
this next visit in December, one of my intentions is to get this rolling with them, and but it's going to be December in Boise. So let's camp out on weather a little bit. When people are uncomfortable, obviously personal growth happens. But talk about the mindset that everybody I've talked to so far is like, oh, it's wintertime. People aren't going to want to open the door. Let's let's dive into that a little bit. How do how are how are you received at the door when weather is inclement, so to speak? I, I think it's the opposite. Well, maybe that's true. Maybe they don't want to open the door. But I think when you have bad weather, whether it's too hot, whether it's too cold, rainy, whatnot, I find that I actually get down to the actual nuts and bolts and make the sales quicker because they, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't want to spend a ton of time with their door open. So one or two things I have, especially, you know, in negative degrees in Minnesota in the winter, right? Either a, they're going to invite me in really quick. They're like, Hey, come on in. Let's talk. Right. Yeah. And once I'm in the house, they're done. Um, or B they're going to be, you know, probably quicker. And I adjust my pitch and say, Hey, Real quick, this is what I'm doing. This is why it benefits you. Here, are next steps. You know, let's right. move forward. And so the conversations are a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. So I'm not spending as much time with the customers. Still making the sales. Um, and it's just you know, honestly, I think bad weather makes it easy because now they're also in their mind. They're kind of feeling bad for you. They're like, oh, this guy's out in the cold working. I feel bad for him. All right, let me hear what he has to say. Right. Sure. So. You know, use use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not an excuse to sit in the car. It's actually more of a reason to get out and knock to right. generate those sales. Oh, I love and, it. Now, I, I want to jam on this for a minute. This is this is one I really really like because you're talking to a guy who got into this industry thinking there was only four months you can make money. That's it, right? Right, and then and then to come come to find out, I'm like, wow, because uh, that's what it was. It was hey, four months make a ton of money and then you just hang out for eight months, right? Mm-hmm. What a waste of time. That yeah. mentality is right. And so yeah, it's to, like, well, what if you did that four months every four yeah. months, right? So, totally. And so, and so what here, let's, let's, let's take two approaches to this. Let's think of it this way. It, it's cold. It's December. Mm-hmm. There's, there's uh there's Christmas going on. Nobody's going to want to buy this. Uh, it's cold outside. It's snowing. The, 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 the roads are bad, Right. Uh, so do you see, I'm, I'm talking myself out of doing this. It gets dark sure. early, dude. It's going to get next week, next Sunday. It's going to get dark super early. Yeah. Um, right. So the, these are all the reasons. So this is me saying, I can't, I can't do it. But yeah. let, Limiting let's, say, let's, let's, let's do a paradigm shift. Okay. Let, let's do it this way. Well, it's not cold if I dress appropriately. Okay. It's warm. It's actually really warm if I dress appropriately. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's my competition doing right now? They're not knocking. Hey, there's less competition in in December, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, what about this? If I if I get out earlier and set appointments for for the nighttime, eight o'clock is still eight o'clock. People will talk to me. Um, I'll have all these appointments tonight that I can go to. Hey, it's Christmas time. Nobody's gonna be around. As you know, you talk myself out, talking myself into it, is saying, "Hey, it's Christmas time. People are happy." People are 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 needing to do these things, or I don't know, whatever the product may be. This is a great time to sell mm-hmm. whatever it is I'm selling because people are ready to spend money. You yeah. know, so I think just having those paradigm shifts and uh, you know, culturally, when you're talking about an organization promoting that uh was is is tremendously powerful. Like mm-hmm. we we don't have as much competition right now. There's nobody else knocking doors. Yeah. Hey, you missed one. You said you said roads are bad. Well, great. More people are home because they probably didn't go to work. Yeah, that's right. 
Love it. Oh my gosh. I, this is when, one of the things I talk about so often on this podcast is awareness moments. Those, those things that as soon as you're aware of something, you can't go back. You, you have to very intentionally decide to go back to where you yeah. were mentally before you were uh, those awareness. So those things bring about instant change. And these are some of those paradigm shift moments because now everybody listening, now that you've heard this, you can, if the weather's bad or it's cold or the roads are bad or it's holiday season or whatever, apply this to doors, apply this to whatever you're doing in your business. You have to now, because I'm pointing it out, you have to now choose the 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 bad path, the bad thought pattern, because now that you know there's a better way, you you will be in cognitive dissonance and out of alignment with what you know is the right thing to do. So I'm anchoring NLP anchoring this in your mind so you cannot go back now. If you go back, you're choosing to be a loser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, no. or just to have a bad mindset. Yeah, well, exactly. well, what's interesting about the whole, uh, uh, this is what I like to do. This is, I started telling myself this, and I, I believe it to be true. Yeah. So something I learned only a few years ago, this is, this is you know, only a few years ago. Uh, in the wintertime, a lot of people use December and even, even November, you know, Thanksgiving, a lot of holidays and stuff mm -hmm. as, hey, it's okay to not have a good month. It's okay. Right. Lick, lick my wounds and and tell myself, oh, it's okay, and I need a shoulder to cry. But the reality of the situation is that those are the two months where you really need to get back to the fundamentals, really hone in on uh, getting the good habits that got you to where you are. And those good habits will propel you into the spring and then into the summer again. So I use that time as a, as a time to reset right. and get back to those fundamentals and practice uh, making sure maybe my planning during the summer because I'm I've got so much time and and so so successful during those summer months maybe I get get away from daily planning maybe mm -hmm. I get away from uh, you know having dialed in sales training things like that but when you if you'll take those months to really dial in and embrace some of those those difficulties coming uh, during you know those those months mm -hmm. um, me me and Albert have had December be one of our best months of all time. When sure. everybody else's numbers were dipping, ours were phenomenal only because you, you got to hug the cactus. You just got to mm -hmm. say, this is out of my control, but here are the things that are in my control. Let's plan for it. And that makes right. all the difference. Ah, oh, love this. Well, what, what, one other thing too, let's tie the, tie this back to recruiting, right? December, November, January, some of the best recruiting months ever. Because guess what? What are the other guys doing from your competitors? They're not out knocking, right? They might have went out and knocked in the summer, mm -hmm. you know, in the spring, but they're not knocking during the winter. So it's a great opportunity, too, to be reaching out to your network to find reps that right. will go out and knock for you during the winter. Because mm -hmm. they're not doing anything else. Oh, yeah, I'll do I'll do a trip. I'll go sure. out. I'll go knock. Why not? I got, I'm not doing anything else. Mm -hmm. Let's go generate some money. Right. That and and that's the time of year too. People really start think evaluating their life, start doing their goal, goal setting, they're planning for the next year. Am I doing and we have to get really good at communicating. If you continue to do what you're doing right now, are you gonna hit any of the goals or the your, your dreams or anything you want to do? And you know, the answer is usually no. And so if I could show you a way where you could hit that goal, where you could see those dreams yeah. would you be open to more information um and it's so huge that question is powerful well i think it is too and i think you're hitting on it a whole nother topic we can go down this rabbit hole but i think having a story to tell i mean yeah. uh sometimes you don't have a story maybe you're just starting out but 
the sooner you have that defining moment of that day when when Johnny went out and sold 11 in one day, right? Yeah. That's a story. Now, you maybe you've got, you know, maybe you're a little bit further along, maybe you're two or three years into this and now you're finding these stories to tell. We had uh um Sally went out and she did 510 in in a in a 12 month year of units mm-hmm. sold or whatever and having those stories to tell uh uh, and, and really set the vision of of actual things that really happen within your organization that also can be really powerful as mm-hmm. you're ramping up, as you're trying to build sales teams. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm always working with the leaders. So I was like, let's get you out there first. Right. If you we're we're not you're not a boss, you're not sitting at your desk telling people what to do. Be a leader and go lead. And so let's let's do this. And as we do, we'll document the process. And then carry that story back. Uh, so you can come back and say, I'm not asking you to do anything I didn't do or wouldn't do. Um, especially in an organization where one of, we're, we're not already talking to people who have knocked or doing door knocking. The, one of the biggest things is shifting that mindset of, oh, you know, I'm too good, at, too good for knocking or all those different, you know, the, the preconceived ideas about doors. And we're sh- also shifting that along the way. I'm, I'm, t- I'm just telling the leaders, like, let's start with you. You know, we you don't have to go and do a thousand doors in a week, but what right. we do have to do is go create a story that we can bring back to home base and tell. And as we do that, that's going to show people, hey, it is possible. Let's get on board with this and and raise this flag. And you know, this is the culture now. Yeah, so that's the, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. So we are. Uh, gosh, the, this this hour flew by. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting close to landing this plane here. Let's do this. One of the things this ep- this podcast is known for is immediately actionable items that people can implement right away. So if somebody is wanting to start that, um, say it's an individual that's just like, hey, I want to bump up my number, my own numbers, right? Instead of just relying on leads from the company, I want to get out and do this. Or and and quick side note. You know, in my door-to-door course or in my sales training course that lives on door-to-door experts, everybody, uh, just go to hvacdoors.net and that'll land you right on the page where you can um, buy the HVACU uh, course. Uh, So I've got the entire sales process in there, but also there's an entire module uh, for you listeners that Sam Taggart and myself, we recorded together for the HVAC pitch on the doors. We've got five or six different role play versions of the pitch. We've break down all the different uh, sections of a door pitch for, and go through a few different examples of what that can look like. So if this has intrigued you, one, go get the course because it's dirt cheap right now during pre-launch. It's less than, (laughs) it's less than uh, so many things, but uh, any other course like this you find in in HVAC is going to be three or four times the price of what mine's is priced at right now. So go grab that. It's hvacdoors.net. Also, let's take a quick minute before we, before we drop some nuggets here and talk about door-to-door con uh, because that same link, everybody, you can hit the events tab and use the code SAMW10, S-A-M-W-10, and get 10% off your event ticket. But I'm going to throw it over to uh, to both of you guys. Uh, talk a little bit about door-to-door con uh, why it's effective. Let's talk about the mindset, the culture, and what people can expect to uh, that have never been. You know, why why should they even think about getting there? Yeah, I think anybody that hasn't been to Door to Door Con and is wanting to level up, is wanting to take their 
whether it's their business or just their personal sales skill to the next level needs to be there. You're around hundreds, thousands of people that have similar goals, similar mindsets that you have, and it creates this culture that's just amazing that you're not going to find anywhere else. I mean, that's the huge benefit. It's, it's just immersing yourself around these individuals that are doing exactly either what A, you're already doing or what you want to do mm-hmm. at just a, such a high level. I mean, you're going to be around people that are winning golden door awards, meaning they've done, you know, thousands of sales, hundreds of solar deals. I mean, that, you know, they've done, you know, so much volume over the year, just being around, associating, talking to these people, not to mention the keynotes and everything else that goes on, but just being a part of that culture is going to help you level up. You're going to have such a high energy, such a high, you know, kind of high from the conference, you know, being around everybody that I guarantee you, you go back home, start knocking doors, your your, your numbers are going to increase. Absolutely. You can say the same thing that you were saying before, but now get different results because your belief is different. Exactly. Right? It's your, it's your mindset. It's your energy. It's your, it's your, just your, your, your whole ideas of, Hey, what should I be doing? How I should be doing? Like I said, you can say the same thing, but just with that boosted confidence that you get from being around like-minded individuals, Mm -hmm. you're going to be successful. Love it. So you mentioned the keynotes before we uh, pass it over to you, Clint, to talk about door-to-door con. Uh, The keynotes this year are Lance Armstrong. Uh, They're also... my the one I'm most interested, uh, excited to see is Chris Voss uh, wrote "Never Split the Difference." That is a massive book in HVAC. Uh, so tons of people. Uh, in fact, I've probably a half a dozen podcasts based out of ideas from that book. Um, so that's a good one. Um, we've got Sean White, uh, Olympic yeah. uh, Olympic medal Olympic gold medalist, multiple 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 times over. Of course, Sam Taggart is speaking. Myself, I'll be speaking. Everybody, so come here, come hear me speak, and uh, and you guys, you guys are going to have uh, have some input there as well. Super excited about that, and uh, yeah, just total badasses that are um, you know on the speaker list, as well as the just getting around the environment. Right, we are we become the average of the five people we hang around. So to get in a room of a four thousand plus people who are dedicated on being carnivores and creating business man it's cool so clint you want to talk about door to door yeah i do i'm yeah thanks for letting me I, <clears throat> so I, I don't even know where to start i'm so excited about it. i mean door to door uh or uh, d2d con seven is coming up in january it's in salt lake and so it's the seventh year um i went to the very first one and, and i've been along on, on the ride ever since i'm a big advocate of it uh, i think it's just like you mentioned we're gonna have phenomenal speakers this year but uh, look at some of the speakers in the past. Jordan Peterson, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Door to Door Con One had uh, uh, Satema, a uh, golly from uh, the New England Patriots. That's wow. how people, a lot of people know uh, his story. I mean, he's a Super Bowl champion. And uh, here's a guy, think about this. This is a guy that is a Super Bowl champion. And then what's he end up doing? Door to door sales. Wow. <laughs> So, so it's, it's kind of funny that his whole ride and he's, he's phenomenal. I, you know, uh, a lot of people, he's a friend of mine. Uh, a lot of people talk about that door to door con one being life changing. And ever since then, every year it just gets better and better and better and better. And I would say the one big takeaway from it is, first of all, don't worry. There's no recruiting. We don't allow recruiting at the event, right? Don't worry about that. Um, live in a world of abundance. Come learn from people in your field. If you're into pest control, great. We got pest control 
covered, right? Uh, smart home, solar, roofing, HVAC, fiber. We, we've got all where there is something there for you that could completely transform your whole business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I think I found when I went to the first one was it was like, wow, there are golden door winners here that are not that different from me. Mm-hmm. These are people that don't have 26 hours in their day. They only have 24, just like me, right? right. These are people that, and, and to hear their stories and how they were able to accomplish it. Yeah, may, maybe I won't go out and do uh, 510, you know, whatever solar systems in a year. Maybe I won't do that. But hey, if I take something that they taught, taught me at that event and I mm-hmm. do 17 more this year, right? We're totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. If your numbers go up five percent, ten percent, it's right. to the degree that we decide to implement what we learn, right? Uh, totally. But, oh gosh, I love this. Thank you for both of you for for chiming in on that because it's going to be huge. I'm uh, I'm super excited about this conference uh, because I've I've attended like you guys probably attended a ton of different conferences over the years, and what I find at most conferences is. You've got a bunch of people up there that this is how I did it 20 years ago, right? And nothing's applicable to current, the way people buy now, those kind of things. Also, most of the time at conferences, it's either some sort of technical presentation about something or it's a presentation on, you know, like really high level stuff, but there's no like way to execute it, right? You have to develop an entire, basically spend an entire week developing your own implement game plan to implement but what i love so much about um the philosophy of door-to-door experts and this convention is not only is it going to have the higher level stuff but you know people will be able to leave there with an actual action plan it's like so many people from the stage are like listen go do this 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 and this will change instead of like here's what i was thinking in the moment and here was my philosophy yeah we want to hear your philosophy but now show me how to do it Right. And that's the difference at this conference versus so many that I've been to. Um, you know, it's cool. Yeah. You built this crazy big business in, you know, some part of the country. Awesome. And you show, you're showing me pictures of your warehouse and how you keep the floor swept. Okay. Wh- how does this connect? Right. <laughs> so let's, uh, I love because everything is about practical application and being able to implement right away. Everything is fast start with doors. And well, and I would I would even add to that. I'd say, you know, if you're if you're a one man band looking to get started, if you're uh, an organization that has, you know, uh, 2000 employees, there's something for you there. Mm-hmm. Uh whether it's to be inspired or whether it's to um, you know, challenge your your uh, the way that you operate your business. There is something for you at this conference and it's a great kickoff to the new year, for sure. Love it. Love it. So that's January 25th, 26th, 27th, everyone. Again, go to hvacdoors.net and click the events link. Use SAMW10 for a 10% off discount code on the uh, on that. And uh, But yeah, let's get into some, uh, drop some nuggets, man. When, when you're, what can people do to get started right away? You know, what are those steps? Where, where do, we've already talked about, dropped one with the, their own contact list to recruit, right? Um, Let's do a couple couple things around recruiting, maybe a couple things around getting people started, getting people rocking to start building out a little bit of the uh, of the team. Are, are we talking recruiting then? Uh, building a team? Yeah, let's hit let's hit a little bit of recruiting and a little bit of just kind of uh, you know get, getting them started too. Yeah, so I think 
I'll, you know, as far as recruiting goes, started building a sales organization. I think step one is making sure you're aligned with the right product and you're an expert at that product. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't have to be perfect, but you have to be pursuing perfection. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. But as far as starting, there's a lot of people that want to sit and they want to, they want to whiteboard everything and they want to, they want to know every little detail to it. And they want to have everything just polished and perfect and but then they don't do right They're, They, they talk a lot, but they don't do, and you need to be a doer. And the first thing I would say is challenge yourself to, to just do something as simple as a text message. Just let the world know that you're hiring, whether that's one person or man, a Facebook post goes a long way. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many people just off a simple, Hey, I've got a great opportunity. Uh, I want to let everybody know that that we're hiring, and this is the this isn't all the details, but you know, contact me for more details. But this is a phenomenal opportunity. Something as simple as that is a great way to get started. Mm -hmm. uh, very very simple. But to Albert's point, I think we found tremendous success just scrolling through our phones, uh, and it's interesting because it's the it's the uh, the fishing spot that never. Uh, gets overfished because you go through your phone and you'll be surprised that when when uh, Johnny says, hey, I'm not interested. Well, you scroll through your phone two years later and contact him again. Maybe mm -hmm. things have changed. Sure. Uh, and being able to just go right through your phone and find people, I think, is a is a great place to start. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I could it. build a whole 60 man team just off my contacts in my phone. I know I can do it. Wow. I've done it, I've done it several times. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I'll, I'll drop two. So one, let's ex let, let's give a specific call to action. Go through your phone right now. You know, look at, you know, the, you know, when you're done with this podcast, go through your phone, send out 20 text messages, not sure. 19, not 15, not 12, but send out 20 text messages and you're going to be surprised mm -hmm. at what comes back. You know, of those 20, something's going to happen. Right? right. So specific call to action, go do it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the second thing is, um, you know, knock a door. So a lot of, a lot of times, especially new people in the space, they they're so apprehensive. Oh, I don't have the right shirt. I don't have my badge. I don't have my branded hat. I don't mm -hmm. have, you know, whatever, just go knock a door, yeah. you know, get rid of all the um, apprehensions and it doesn't even matter. Go knock a door and just saying, Hey, I'm testing out knocking doors to see if I can do it, you know, yeah. go knock a door and just talk to somebody, have a conversation. Cause that's what you're doing door-to-door -door sales is you're just having a conversation with another human being, right? Right. You're just person to person. You're talking about a product that could benefit them. You're mm -hmm. doing them a favor. You're doing them a service. So look at that mentality, get out, text 20 people right now, then go mm -hmm. knock a door. Love it. Love it. That's, I am all about that. Uh, success happens at the speed of implementation. We say uh, over and over on this podcast and that is it. Just do it. Right. And don't limit yourself to your uh, to just your phone contacts list. You've got an entire Instagram list. You've got an entire Facebook list. I mean, personally, I'm about to max out at 5,000 friends. I guarantee you I could build several hundred person teams out of my Facebook friends list right now in different parts of the country if I got after it. Um, so I, I'm with you guys. I, I've done it in the past. I, I'm literally looking at a hundred person team I built out of five, right? Um, yeah. And I've personally, re, you know, have recruited a ton, a ton of people. Most of them aren't there. You know, I've got three or four that were from the original group and the rest have gone because this person introduced me to this person, introduced me to this person, introduced me to this person. And, and not that a hundred people is that, that many, um, in the grand scheme of things, but from say an A-Trek, the, the cool part that 
you guys need to uh, the the fun part about HVAC is if we if you guys came into an HVAC company and you helped them build even a three or five person team, most companies couldn't handle the volume. And yep. that's the part in HVAC they don't understand yet. Um, which w- I mean, I'm literally guys, if you have a $5 million a year HVAC company, I could put together a three person team that you could not handle the volume from. Right. And that's just three people, let alone if we bring in, let's start yeah. 30. And then we're talking that 30 people would support a hundred million dollar HVAC company with zero lag time. Um, so, uh, and so I'm throwing these numbers out for all the listeners because they, the space doesn't quite understand the volume yet, um, which is really exciting. And so the clearer we get with data points is it, it will just move faster and faster. Can you can you all speak to that, uh, Inia? Yeah, I want to speak to HVAC in particular. That is a massive, massive, massive industry. Massive. I can't I can't uh, say that enough. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's as far as door to door or we'll call it direct sales is concerned. Uh, it's, it's very much, I'm not going to say it's in its infancy because it's been around forever, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I think it's, it could be, it, it could be the biggest door to door industry, uh, of the future. It truly could be, uh, as you start seeing more and more companies embrace door to door and actually go for it. I look at HVAC from a direct sales standpoint as a blue ocean. That's Mm -hmm. how I do it. it. It's a tremendous, uh, uh, it could be tremendously successful, uh, and it's going to be fun to see, you know, a lot of these emerging companies embrace door to door and go for it. And there's going to be some some big names, I think, in the short term future. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, you know, right now in our industry, there's uh, there's only a handful of people, maybe five, less than 10 uh, reps across the country that earn over a million dollars a year personal income, mm-hmm. which is an absurdly low number when we think about the price points and the commission rates. Right. What this will do, we're going to see hundreds of people now earning a million dollars a year at doing exactly this. They just decide to and do it. And so I'm I'm coaching a handful of people right now and definitely open to more. All your listeners reach out, Sam at closingnow.net. We can have a conversation, but I want to help build the first, like be the first person that breaks the four minute mile in HVAC and makes a million dollars a year personal income on your own by doing doors. And that will open the door for so many other people um, when they see it's possible. So who who are you out there listening that wants that I'm throwing the chalice, the gauntlet down right now, who's gonna pick it up and accept that challenge? And I will work with you directly one-on-one. Wow. Um, so I'm looking for a person across the country that is that person. I haven't I haven't found them yet that's doing it Let's make it happen. And so that's my personal offer. Um, I don't do that for everybody. Uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see who decides to become that hunter, right? Who's that like, doer out there that's going to gonna pick up the phone, pick up the <laughs> reach out? Yeah. In fact, text me 512-364-8559. Say, I'm that guy or I'm that woman. Either way, um, it doesn't matter. You, w- you, can be, you can do this if you choose to. Nice. I'm pumped All right. up. Well, cool. We're, we're doing this. So thanks for being the guest today, guys. You, y'all are awesome. I cannot wait to meet you in person in Salt Lake uh, for door-to-door, door-to-door Con 7. I have to articulate that a little bit. And uh, it's going to be exciting, man. So uh, how can they get a hold of you guys? Um, they want to uh, reach out. They're just, you know what? 
there's people, plenty of people in HVAC. They're like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I want to do something else. Um, you know, maybe they reach out to you and find out maybe what y'all are doing, it, right? Add it in addition to what they're doing, right? Absolutely. You know, it's it's incredible the thing, the addition, the things that we can add that nobody thinks we can add. Um, yeah, it certainly complements HVAC. It's a it's a home service. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, um, re- reach out to us. Maybe we uh, social media, um, our emails, just our first name. So Clint or Albert at the door to door or the D two D experts dot com. Okay, so let's go through these separately. So Clint at at D two D experts with an S dot com. Okay, and then Albert at D two D experts. The D two D experts. The D two. I'll, I'll put these in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, you, you know, you can call into the the door to door experts. Uh, their hotline easy to find on on online, and uh, they can put you in touch with us as well. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. So everybody listening to Clint and Albert can can get you connected to adding some really kick ass uh, additional services to your company differentiate yourself in the marketplace. That is what's happening right now. You have to be able to do that or you're going to become a commodity and just be white noise in your marketplace. So if you you can easily differentiate by being able to walk in and say, uh, we don't just take care of your comfort, but also we make it easy to live here. Let's Let's look at maybe some home automation or let's look at, you know, some of the other services that make things work smoother and easier and better. So uh, yes, yeah, so reach out to Clint and Albert, and uh, let's let's get let's make some fun stuff happen because this is the time of this is some of the things that are completely changing the face of of this industry, and I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to lead the charge for this. Uh, so let's land this plane, guys. Thanks for being on tonight today, and uh, we will see you in Salt Lake again, everybody. That is. Uh, Clint at the D2D experts.com or Albert at the D2D experts.com or find on social media. Uh, you can reach me, Sam at closeitnow.net or text me 512 364 8559 if you think you have what it takes to uh, be the person that can earn a million dollars in a single year because I know it's possible. And uh, also, um, hvacdoors.net you can grab the online course with all of the scripting and stuff for as well as the cell system and also that's the event ticket samw10 for a discount code 10 percent off your ticket to door to door con get your team there Uh, you'll completely change the face of your company you'll go back and literally double your numbers strictly because y'all were there Um, it's insane the roi for this type of an event and uh, that's it for today, guys and ladies. Thanks for listening. If you've ever gotten value from this, I would appreciate a five-star review on the platform you listen on. And until next time, everybody, go save the world one heat stroke at a time. Go save the world one frostbite at a time. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast. Thank <laughs> you.